Welcome back to Pitch Invasion, episode number 10. And we're going to take some time now and focus on the upcoming, so I guess the return of the leagues, both in South African football, the PSL, as well as European football. And we're going to start with the African game. And as far as South Africa is concerned, the past couple of weeks, in fact, the last round before the international week, uh, we saw a lot of draws, a lot of nil-nil draws as well. And uh, I guess it doesn't surprise you, Ola, that an article like this has come up. An article, there's an article on Sport24 that has uh, sort of gone back and had a look and suggests that this is South Africa's worst goal drought uh, in 59 years. And uh, Ola, your thoughts on, on, on that? Uh, you know, b- before I get into that, you know, I, I was just, um, it's, it's a great read, to be honest with you, and but... I was just confused that, uh, you know, when they say in the last 59 years, because you've got to remember, I think the NSL only formed in 92 where all the leagues got together and, the, you yeah. know, uh, South Africa as a whole, there's one league. So prior to that, you know, there were separate leagues, you know, because of apartheid and everything. So when you say the, the worst goal drought in 59 years, I, I'm a bit confused because essentially there were two separate leagues because yeah. of apartheid. So. I don't know, is that considering both leagues or, you in know, the, the separately? I, I, I'm not well, sure. Well, I would that. imagine when you say 59 no. years, you're going as far as. Because 59 years will be 1959, actually. Yeah, 1959. So, yes. you know, that was deep in apartheid from then up until, you know, like I said, the NSL was from 92. Yeah. And there were two separate leagues. Because, yeah, Jomosono tearing it up on the one end of a society and then I don't know what was going on <laughs> on the other end in the society. Well, we, we, so, we, we haven't gone gone through the records of all, exactly. all, all so, the season. But let's see for the for the benefit of the doubt that in the last 15 last last years, nine years this is the worst the, season. The, the truth of the matter is that something has to change about about the way football is played in this country. And that is... You know, there has to be a conscious effort to change this whole mindset of, you know, where do you draw a line between trying to play the extra, extra, um, how would I put it, do the extra uh, skill or show off, and and when you need to to attempt to attempt to to go for goal. I mean, we're talking about Bafana scoring six goals. You know, when was the last time we saw... They could donate game? one yeah. of those goals to, like, the six games we had on the weekend. Exactly. And, and they'd still win one. Still win one, 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 one. So you find, you find that, <laughs> that, you know, uh, teams play, play good football. Sometimes you actually enjoy the game. But um, a lot of work needs to, be, needs to be done where, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of, of Klumpo Kekana. Uh, because I think that the midfielders in South Africa uh, are a bit of the problem. A bit of the problem because just don't score you know, goals. The guy is. I still remember yeah, it was yeah, yeah. I was watching one game. Uh, it was Bafana versus Nigeria in 2013. Uh, Nelson, Nelson Mandela challenge, and he's free. I know. Yeah. Exactly and then, the and then he does. I know. That. And then he does the most unthinkable thing, and puts the ball behind his his. His back and the defenders come and he turned, come and, and then he turns he, and then he had the shot. I know exactly you know, that moment. That happens all too often mm. in the PSL where you know the, the player. And, and, and I, I'll give you another example it was Sundown versus Barcelona uh, at, at FMB. And I, I was sitting in the box very close to the corner flag there and pass it out. Goes all the way. I oh, need Messi. He had a chance like, to score. Chance. And Next thing he wants to do. I think the lights were too bright. Barcelona one and one to Sturgeon. Oh my God! Sir. But can I just answer? Okay, we're gonna to stick to the worst goal drought because obviously, like I said, I 
not that I've got an issue with the article, mm. but I, I would just like more depth to it. But in sticking to the article, right? I, what I'm going to say might not be popular, okay? But this is the truth. Disclaimer. I think the way in which our soccer in South Africa, the PSL is marketed, right? Is marketed around entertainment that is based on getting people excited as opposed to results, mm. right? And the other aspect to that, you know, and it, it, it pains me to say this because I was born and I grew up in the township and I'm black. <laughs> but I think the narrative, of, didn't know. the narrative of South African marketing has to change. And maybe the Gassi, the Disky narrative, you know, is too centered around um, a certain population. Whereas when you look at Bafana Bafana of the, the old, the great teams, Tinkler, Fish, Bartlett, McCarthy. Should right? you mention, should you and then you add. Issa? The, 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 Issa? Do, you, do you put Issa? No, in no, no, don't put Issa. <laughs> no, come on, take them out, right? And then you, you, you look through Shwewu, Linda Abtiles, right? So there's a good mix, a good balance. I look at the Springboks today, Piwa Chanchi, right? Bongin Bonambi. Then you, you, you know, you look at. Um, Sia Colisi. was our captain. And then you look at um, Cheslin Colby, mm. right? And then you look at uh, Malcolm Marx, you look at uh, Jesse Creel, and so forth. I think, I, I, I think I, you, haven't, you haven't gone too far. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. When, 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 you, when you watch. Let, let me land, right? Let yeah. me land. So I look at the, the, the dynamics of that. And I think when I look at the South African football, it is only sold and marketed to a specific group. Mm. So I think we need to change that mindset and market it to even more groups. We have that discussion about why foreign, you know, uh, sorry, um, players that are born in South Africa, but by descent, they are other African nations. And it, this links into it because we, we, we're marketing our game to a specific mindset and a specific genre to specific people, township football. Mm -hmm. And township football reminds me of what was happening in Brazil when Pele was playing. That football had a place, but they had to mix it with the rest of Brazilian football. So I think until we get that mix of maybe the township football with suburban football with uh, you know uh, other kinds of uh, European influence yeah exactly. and that, there's a lot, that mix there's, what is so funny we, there's, we there's, the there's right a lot track. of academies in South Africa now mm. that have cropped up um, in um, you know like some of the northern suburbs here yeah and even in, in, in Cape Town and, and in Durban where you find a, there's a lot more mix a much better mix of yeah. of talent and even the way they play they play the game it's so much, so much has changed about how those those kids that are um, age five mm. to ten, twelve, how, how they're being brought up. But you find that a lot of them don't make it into the the mainstream teams in, in South Africa because they don't have that that classy flavor. Mm. I, I, I mean, then and some of how them much, are strikers. No, they're very good. You look, you look at strikers. Very good. I, I watch. I go. I go and watch. Like... I go and watch some of the, the teams playing the Rand League. For instance, like in Randburg, there's the yeah. Randburg team, yeah. which is affiliated to Orlando Pirates. Mm. I watch some of the teams play against some of the teams from all around the yeah. city. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I was in. Uh, it was the first time I was going there. It's close to some of the other uh, small. Um, is in is in Marlboro, close to Alex. Alex. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, got yeah. a, a huge yeah, Indian population. I can't remember what the name of the place is now. Uh, no, it's not. I'll remember now. But I went to watch watch a tournament yeah. there, and you just find. I mean, I, I saw some Indian kids 
there was this one I, I couldn't get his name eventually, but he wore number seven. And this kid could do some incredible stuff with the with the ball. So you need to find a way where there has to be a lot more um, widespread yeah. uh, integration. And maybe that will change the emphasis yes. to playing winning football, results-based football. With goals of, coming. Yes. Because, because I'll give you an example, yeah. of, right? Look, there are just certain stereotypes you cannot um, rid it, um, a nation of, right? For example, um, stereotypically in uh, South Africa, in sports like cricket, the black guys are typically the bowlers. Yeah. Comes along Temba Bavuma who changes the narrative. Yeah. Okay. So that becomes the lightning rod. Stereotypically, the, the black guys in rugby and colored guys are the wingers. Yeah. Right. Then comes Sia Kolisi, mm. right? Beastum Tawarira that changed the narrative. Mm. So what I'm saying is that, you know, there's probably a narrative that is lost there that we might have to bring into soccer where stereotypically we are playing a certain way. But throw in an Indian kid, mm. throw in a colored kid, throw in a white kid, mm. throw in an Afrikaans kid. I mean, the, the spine right? of the team that so won the, that won the, that won the Afcon in 96, yeah. there was Tovi. At, uh, fish and fish at the back, no, and the there, and then and then there was things like the middle, sir. in the middle. It. So you find that that um, you know there's there's um, there's a lot that needs to to change about. Can, can I can I can, I can I supplement that the American um, basketball team? Sorry, I remember reading something about this some years ago. That was the problem they had in basketball in America, because. You know, because of the race relations, you know, the, the white section was playing oh, they, oh, they basketball have, in this they, way. They have different leagues. Exactly. But then the dream team in 92 came about, you know, and the, the, the mix, you had Larry Bird, you know, Pete Maravich, then you had Michael Jordan, you had John Michael Stockton. Johnson, Stockton, John Stockton, so was, was John right. Stockton, yeah. But that mix, so, right, so, made it unform. They were formidable. So, so in, 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 in trying to wrap it up, we, we, we're saying that there's just, there isn't enough diversity in the way that we play the game is that is that is that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true long yeah. and short of it and okay so here's my question then and i was having a discussion about why on earth has someone like gavin hunt not had an opportunity to coach the national team because if you look at his results the man does the job you look at success there's very there's very little if anyone who's, who's as successful as he is is it because and i mean we know that we know his style of football we know how he plays and as much as some people might have a problem with it it has gotten him results and his team's results so do, do you feel that maybe that has played a role in maybe the powers that be maybe maybe saying, maybe because gavin hasn't coached um you know, yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is what I think. Yeah. Um, because his his coach teams that are like underdog teams or teams that also don't have that that pressure to play the way Sundowns, Chiefs, uh, okay. and and, yeah. pa and Paris. Yeah. He doesn't have to please the fans. He please the he fans. Has to yeah. Coach the team where he's, he has to please yeah. the fans. Yeah. So he's 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 um, what he's done, and which is why I'm particularly happy about Benny McCarthy's success with mm. with Cape Town and even to an extent Tinkler. Is we we need to find. Um, a way around it and give and give these opportunities because I, I I've always felt that Hunt, Gavin Hunt should have been given a chance yeah. a while back to yeah. coach to coach Bafana. Maybe if he did, especially because, after Trot, because with, right right there after Trot because with, because with, right with, with Hunt you you see how angry he gets on the touchline touch when yes. you try to do any of those okay. things and he says like cut out all that yeah. all that uh, fancy stuff you know but um, be, but to his credit Pizzo because Sundowns actually combining the best of both yes, in the year true. that they won the, yeah. the Champions and League. do you know why that is? Do you know why that is? 
because Piso has played abroad and he knows that, listen, the shoe shining piano, first of all, right? He knows he had to, he knew, he had to bring that back. Mm. So in Pizzo's case, knowing that he's played from abroad, he's played abroad and locally, he knew the exact mix yeah. to bring into Sundowns and the exact place to sign mm. to get that combination going. Well, I mean, I think maybe Baxter is, is trying to take South African football into a, a, a better direction. And I'm not sure if it, it is a coincidence that Sean Bartlett comes into the picture as well, just for the interim, as a, 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 a coach who's going to work with the forwards and scoring goals and then he scores six. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that is a coincidence. Maybe. But maybe. I mean, look, it's, yeah. so, sometimes it helps. Yeah. I, I would even say, you know, for international games, bring in Benny as well. Yeah. Because, you know, um, if, you, if you take out Benny McCarthy and yeah. Sean Bartlett, um, after, 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 after their, after their era, yeah. we've yeah. struggled to find to find strikers with that with the same kind yeah. of quality. So maybe you need to bring them in, even if it's on an ad hoc basis. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I I listen to to Baxter say, you know, the idea with Sean is, you yeah. know, uh, bring him in on on, a, on an interim basis and then see yeah. how it goes uh, from game to game. Bring in Benny as well, and then let's see if there's something that that can happen. Because I I thought that you know. F- if you had Benny McCarthy in both the Confed Cup and 2010 World Cup, South Africa would have done better. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily him scoring a lot of goals, but mm-hmm. just the his presence yeah. would have been such that he would I mean, have made I mean, others I, work better. Like I said, uh, with the other sports, cricket, bringing batting coaches, bowling coaches, yeah. fielding coaches, yeah. rugby, backline coaches, yeah. scrum coach, and so forth. So. Why can't it be the same in football? Well, maybe that's exactly something that needs to be looked at because, uh, while again, while we are really happy about the six goals uh, that uh, we, we saw for the first time in I don't know how long our national team score, it's still very much an issue, this goal-scoring thing. And I hope that it doesn't continue this weekend because uh, it is the telecom knockout as far as South African football is concerned, another cup competition, and uh, some interesting uh, fixtures to look forward to. Kola, uh, we saw... Pirates coming up against uh, Chipa. Uh, it's it's it's, it's uh, Tinkler against his former side. Mm. Uh, uh, Mosimani facing his friend in in, in uh, Compella. Uh, which of the ties, though, do you think uh, sort of caught your eye? To be honest with you, all three ties of the so-called big three, mm. right? Because they're all playing at home. Yeah. So you know they're eight games. So let's do the maths. If all three teams uh, in Sundowns, Pirates, and Chiefs win, mm. that means um, in the last eight. Uh, sorry, in the in the, the next round, yeah. um, the quarterfinals, you have three of those teams in there, and yeah. there's a high possibility that you know they could face each other, and you yeah. could have a mouth-watering clash between those three, yeah. or if they all avoid each other, and then and then you know you yeah. could have a potential semi-final lineup yeah. of those three teams. So the fact that um, the big three are at home, uh, you know, I, I do give them a slight edge. Uh, you know, um, Pirates hosting Chipa and uh, Sundowns with uh, Celtic and Chiefs with Black Leopard. So mm. if all three of those teams go through man i think the quarterfinals are lit yeah i think i think on current form they they all look look uh look good yeah and maybe something that we haven't seen seen in a long while is actually have to have all three of them make it true and that would be um great for mm. for the fans and great also for the game because i want to see them more competitive yeah um, than they have been in the last few years. I think, I think, uh, especially with the the, the, the two Soweto teams, uh, you know, the result this weekend will, will play a big part in how they build up for the uh, Derby, Derby as well yes. coming up. Yes. Uh, but I mean, don't forget the Vits, the defending champions. They also, uh, they, I mean, they were not seeded for the for the draw uh, based on obviously how they finished the season last last time out. But uh, they are in, in with a good chance again, you know, based on how they're playing at the moment. Super Sport United, the very same thing. Cape Town City, the same thing. So if we do get a picture where those six 
I think, I think, I think we are, we're, we're getting we're getting something close to a top six now in South yeah, Africa. Absolutely. Uh, to, to be honest, Amika, I yeah. think we've had a top four for a very very long time because I know I don't know for, you know I know I was talking about top three, uh, yeah. but you know how dare I forget Super Sport United? Yeah. No, so okay, I think I, I need to regress there and just uh, change and say top four because yeah. Super Sport United um, are definitely. You know, one of the we top can, teams in South Africa. No, I apologize, Super Sports United, for that can, top a, four. We can have a we can make a, a case for Vitz as well. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah, top six. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vitz, Super Sports United, and Cape Town City. Yeah. And then uh, you know the other three. Mm. So you find that you know when when they are because we've seen um, Pirates um, and Super Sports United slump over the last two years because of playing too much in Africa. Mm. Uh, but you know, this season we we seems it might be coming for for Sundowns. It will it will come for them. But <laughs> yeah. uh, what has helped Sundowns is the size of their squad, mm. um, and also the fact that they have money to bring in one or two two big players yeah. now and then. So uh, it will it will be great to have to have those those six teams being being contention mm. by the time we're I mean or four of them you know by the time we're we're, we're done. Ah, so it's a lot to look forward to as far as the Telcom knockout is concerned. The opening round does get underway uh, this weekend. Only Supersport can put you in a front row seat to the best football leagues this season. Catch every Premier League, UEFA Champions League, UEFA Nations League, AMSA Premiership and La Liga match live. And now it's the only place to watch every minute of the Serie A on Supersport 9. Get your front row seat and watch all the football that matters. Only on Supersport. Let's go over to England where, again, I don't know what to read about this when a player, you know, sort of in the media, he himself suggests that, you know, Lord, I've got ambitions to go play for this team. The story of Aiden Hazard and uh, to, to his credit, he started the season for Chelsea like a house on fire, probably playing his best football for Chelsea, uh, which is saying something. But these Hazard, Real Madrid this courtship is not coming to an end anytime soon. You know, to be honest with you, I blame Real Madrid more than I blame Hazard because um, Real Madrid, uh, and it's a strange way I'm going to approach this, mm. right? But follow me, okay? Real Madrid should have signed Hazard instead of Courtois, uh, uh, right? I, I, Replace Ronaldo. I agree. 100%. All of this is over for Chelsea. Yeah. All of this is over for Hazard. They both get a large sum of mm. money and there's your new number seven. Mm. There's your new star. Now, God forbid, touch wood. You know, a lot can happen in six months, eight <laughs> months of the season. Yeah. Hazard can break his leg. Um, you know, um, other teams, PSG, yeah. can all of a sudden just say, you know what? Actually, We've got the money. We, we will give you. No, they, 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 they're not going to pay anymore. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. They, they don't have a striker. They could say, we'll give you Cavani uh, no. and we'll give you uh, yeah. some cash and give us Hazard. Come so, and play, come and play exactly. Force Nine. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is that, you know, a, a lot can happen. So, I mean, look at Real Madrid. They were there at a point where they thought that De Gea was a lockdown <laughs> move and then, you know, they a fax machine the cost them the one year. That's the most before you know. But now in Hazard's Sorry. case, I think, you know what, to be fair, if there's one player um, outside of, you know, like I said, the Messi's and Ronaldo's mm. who mean so much to their club. And mm. I think, 
you know, can leave their club at any point mm. of the day or night and the fans wouldn't have a gripe would be Eden Hazard. Yeah. He's given everything to the club. Mm. He's committed. He's performed. You've never heard issues of Hazard not coming to training, yeah. having squabbles or discipline and so forth. And I think right now would be the perfect time to sell Hazard. He's in the highest... Um, in terms of his peak of his powers yeah. and the value is good and there's nothing they're not in the Champions League this year so it's not like they, 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 there's nothing more they can get from Hazard Chelsea as far as they're concerned so yeah. it's a good time for him to leave and even if he comes out uh, talking about it you know he, he's still locked mm. to his contract so uh, he's still going to give you 100% yeah. and, and again to his credit he has been doing exactly that but uh, what, what would you read Ibika in, in in, in the players and, and his teammates, whenever they're being, you know, asked these questions about Hazard, in them saying, you know what, it's his decision to make. Um, it, it, it's, you know, of course, we'd love to, to have him, to keep him here, but if he leaves, as Thomas says, there won't be any animosity because he, I think, has, I think he has been absolutely to, to, to his credit, he's always talked about wanting to play for Real Madrid. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, and I, I can't begrudge him. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, I, I used to get so angry when I hear Suarez and Coutinho and everyone talk about yeah. their dreams of playing for for those things. But bottom line, at the end of the day, you know, he's under contract at, at Chelsea. Mm. The club can decide we don't we don't want to sell or we don't or we want to yeah. sell. And and Hazard, the form that he's in now is pretty similar to how Ronaldo was in 2009 before he went before to Real Madrid. Yeah. So maybe you know he'll motivate himself enough to have such a smashing season. And you know, if he's lucky and doesn't break his leg like you, uh, you <laughs> doesn't break his leg, then everybody, everyone's happy at the end of the season if he goes to to Real Madrid. Yeah. One thing Chelsea has come up, they've said that they're not going to sell him in January, okay, which, ask, which is yeah. um, which is a, a good thing. And you know, we, with the way uh, Sarri has set up his team this season, the way they started, maybe it would be best for them to to for everyone if he stays on till the end of the yeah. season and I hope he does um, but he, you know he's not getting any younger so his dream of playing for Real Madrid might still, and Real Madrid by the way do need a big ticket player and maybe Hazard is setting himself up for you know I finish the season strong, uh, uh, yeah. strong and then you know I'm, he's he's just the perfect player to go to, to Real Madrid because if he went to Real Madrid at the end of last season you know would he be you know, yes, I know he took Belgium very far in the World Cup, but you know, in the in the league, he wasn't. He didn't. I mean, if he does go to Madrid, would that not signal the end of Isco's, uh, I guess, maybe influence? To, to be brutally honest with you, the one thing I remember when Ronaldo went to Real Madrid, the, the issue that I was remember, uh, you know, on my mind was. He he sort of branded the CR7 just as he was leaving yeah. uh, Madrid, and Raúl had the seven. Yeah. And I was wondering, you know, is Raúl suddenly going to give up the seven and the roles and mm. so forth? And was, remember, he was CR9. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. CR9, he was right? CR9, yeah. And but it was all said it was CR7 per yeah. se at uh, United. So, you know, when you look at in Hazard's case, if they're going to sign a player for two hundred million pounds, yeah. Okay. They're not going to pay that money. Okay. Uh, whatever it is. It, yeah. Well, whatever they're going to pay, yeah. right? But it's not going to be less than 100. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. So let's just use in that region of 100 and 200 million. Yeah. Okay. I don't care even if it is the, the, the whoever the manager is, son, that is sitting <laughs> in that position. Whether it's the she president of Spain, the there's no way you're going to pay 150 million and you not prioritize yeah. that player. Yeah. And that's something that I think Neymar 
is starting to feel itchy about at PSG because Mbappe was signed for that amount and he's won well he wasn't and signed for that amount he was signed for 100 and something yeah. and he's won the World Cup and, and he's French performing. playing for that team so with the Hazard so whoever is at the Real Madrid at the time yeah. whoever was promised that you'd be the next star you'd be the next Ronaldo sorry Jose but 150 million for Hazard he is going to dictate everything the moment he gets well I hope he does not dictate nothing uh, this weekend uh, Chelsea hosting Manchester United in the Premier League and uh, you know we know, I think, I think we all know Jose's gone this weekend here's another <laughs> Newcastle messed it up but see what, you, know, you know what's going to happen you know what's going to happen Jose's going to by hook or crook win this game you know what's going to happen right we've seen him park buses before yeah. they're going to actually resurrect the Titanic <laughs> take it out the ocean and Punk it right he's in front gonna go, of them. He's going to go Matic. He's going to go He's, he's going to frustrate Chelsea. He's going to go he's gonna he's save gonna... his job. But if there's one thing that, that you underestimate about Jose, last season, Man City was flying so 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 high. And when you expect Jose to pack the bus, he actually beat Man City. You know, but but he, he did that. He did that. He did that because that only happened in the second half because he gave Pogba the license to go forward. We, we saw what happened in the first half. City were literally all over us. So maybe, what happened with Newcastle? Yeah. So maybe maybe he will. I mean, maybe he will. Because one thing about Jose is that he's he. <laughs> there's one guy who knows how to prepare for games. It is Mourinho. It is Mourinho. No, no, and I, and I, I think no doubt I think I think like, like he did against West Ham. Right? I think that it's win. He, 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 he prepared against. No, West that that win last week. Um, and then the break. Mm. If his players come back all complete yeah. without injuries, I think he's going to have a plan mm. in in this game. And you know, he did it against Liverpool when they were going to run away with the title. Yeah. You know, got his plan spot on. I but think, but I, think, I must yeah. say, I think you're right. I mean, Mourinho has he's, he's always known how to prepare for for. But I must a, say, high like, stakes game for the football. first time in a, I, I think in my life. Yeah. I'm actually coming into a game where Manchester United are playing a team outside of Champions League, right, yeah. in England. And I'm saying that Man United actually don't have the weapons to deal with the opposing team. Are you, Be- saying, are you saying that about yes, this game yes, coming yes, up? Coming, they actually yeah. don't have the weapons to deal with Chelsea. They honestly don't. Yeah, you can tell me they've got Pogba, but Pogba is not Pogba Juventus. Mm. Martial is not Martial Monaco coming into United. Yeah. Rashford is not Rashford under Louis van Gaal. Mm. Lukaku is not Lukaku that we've seen in Belgium. But we've seen them. Right? We've, we've seen. So we've, we've seen them rise. We've seen them rise. Maybe the, the win against Newcastle might just be. Some, I, some, might just be a tonic for them. It might be like that moment where the players. Amika, you know, say, I don't think, a broken I don't clock think, is right twice a wait, day. So Jose I, I Mourinho think, is not going to all of a sudden. Okay, think, against Newcastle, mm. this is the plan that worked, and I'm suddenly going to change my ways. And I don't I'm gonna, think that's I, not going to happen. I don't think they're undermatched, United. I think they are under tactics. If that makes sense. I, Lozzie, I, I, hear because, you. I, because I, I tell you why I think they're undermatched, yeah. right? I tell you why I think they're undermatched. Because when I look at Chelsea's team, right, in terms of the players that are producing performances, uh-huh. United have players, but they're corpses, mm. right? They just have bodies there, right? So if things go wrong for Chelsea, they, whichever one he, he, he may start, I, I, I don't know if Pedro is still injured, but, you know, there's a William Pedro, mm. right? There's a Giroud and a, and a Morata in there, right? Okay, they're not scoring, but yeah. each provide their own uh, sort of nuisance mm-hmm. there up front. Okay, there's a Jorginho, there's a Fabregas that can still be thrown in the picture somewhere. Mm-hmm. Kante is Kante. Okay, so my point is, in terms of the players and where they sit on current form mm-hmm. and their production, 
United no, no, I, are undermatched. I, I agree with you. Bodies, yeah, they've got in, bodies, in, they've got players. In, in, in terms of production, in terms of what they can yeah. do, they're undermatched. Mm. I, I know, I agree with you. In terms of production, United definitely undermatched, and I think rightfully so going to this one as underdogs. Um, but then again, uh, Mourinho, look, look, let me put it this way. I would be surprised if we lose. If we lose, I'll be like, right, Chelsea are playing better football at the moment. I would be surprised if we win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mourinho, should we win, takes all the credit for it or wants the credit for it. That also wouldn't surprise <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But it is. It's a big game. And I think for Mourinho, it comes at a, a terrible time where his former side is doing really well. And they're going to give him a torrid time as well. Uh, the fans, uh, we know that much. Um, I'm not sure who Arsenal are playing this weekend, Ola. Oh, we are hosting uh, Leicester. Oh, and, so another, um, another three points. It's, gonna, it's not going to be easy. Let's, uh, let's, easy. let's. I, I, you know, it, it it tells you a lot when Arsenal fans start being modest. It tells you that you know they 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 no, go in the right direction. Le- Leicester, one of those teams, they like go in Watford, the right direction. you know, they they don't respect us anymore. But uh, like you saw us when we handle Watford, we have to just back in your cage, boys. <laughs> so, oh, no, well, I, I mean, uh, Liverpool, who, who's Liverpool, Liverpool are playing against. Um, I think it's. Uh, Mika does not know who Liverpool is playing. This, this is. No, it's not one of those big, big team, big, big teams. <laughs> <laughs> Salah, are we expecting to get back to goals? Liverpool are, are at Huddersfield. Huddersfield, yes. At Huddersfield. Okay, yes. So um, I, I see a two-nil victory for Liverpool. I think. Uh, I think will it's, Salah be on the score? No, no. Salah, Salah is out. Um, you know, maybe it's an opportunity for for club to rotate that team a bit. Mm-hmm. And bring in Salah, maybe even bring in Fabinho. Mm-hmm. And, maybe Shakiri uh, starts. Sorry, Shakiri, yeah. actually in place of Salah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's I, I mean, they will win the game. Yeah. Um, maybe more, by even more than two. You think so? Yeah. Okay. All right, Mika. Let's look, uh, well, rather cast our eyes to Spain and uh, La Liga and. Uh, Maradona, Messi, Messi, Maradona. Maradona has come out and he's had things to say. And as I did say before, uh, you know, right at the start of the show, I, I'm, I'm, I, I never take anything he says seriously. But uh, can, can, can we run a, Can we make sure that we just get Maradona tested before? We no, I, I, I think that I think that, I think that Maradona just needs to needs to keep quiet. He needs to to stay yeah. out of out of the way. Yeah. Messi doesn't have any point to prove to anyone. Yeah. He's done well. Um, look, Maradona won the World Cup in '86 um, because the coach built the team around him. Um, I, I remember very well that, you know, when I was very young, the, the Argentine team. Um, if you go and watch the videos of the team in '80 80, in '82, mm. everybody in the team tried to to be like Maradona because yeah. they had really skillful players: Mario Kempes, Ozzy Adiles, uh, Alberto Tarantini, Leopoldo Luque. They had so much talent in the team. All of them were dropped out. Only 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 Pasarela, even Pasarela was on the bench throughout '86. So mm. the coach built the team around Valdano and Borochaga, and then they had even new defenders, goalkeepers. Mm. You know, so. That team was built for Maradona, and the coach um, Carlos Bilardo said he had to do that to get the best out of art for Maradona. With Messi, Messi surrounded by similar to Maradona in '82, you know, teams that had Aguero, Higuain. It's so difficult for the coach to 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 fit them all into yeah. into a team, As, but, especially when but, those but, names you've just mentioned yeah. have not taken responsibility. In but the last you know, 10 you know years the other issues uh, I um, have whenever you know. 
with all due respect, Pele also, you know, chimes in on these debates every couple of years. One year he'll say Ronaldo, one year he'll say Messi, because depending on who the sponsor is yeah. asking and so <laughs> forth, you know. So I, I, I pay less attention because in Maradona's case, I think, you know, um, he's scared that, that Messi will eclipse him. That's the he's thing. He's scared and he's, he's holding on to the fact that he did Pel win the World Pelé, Cup. Pelé also used to do that right, when they talk about... Brazil and Ma Ronaldo. Ma no, even Maradona. When they talk no, about Maradona. No, no, when they talk about Ronaldo, but I remember specifically, even with Brazil and Ronaldo, when they were bringing up the comparisons, and mm. Pelé used to always bring up the fact that, you know, okay, yeah. he's, he's got that one, you know, I, he needs to push for another two, like I have, sort of thing. So there'll always be something to those guys that yeah. they feel that, you know, the guys uh, in their so-called um, shadow, mm. you know, have to do. But I think in Maradona's case with Messi, you know, he coached Messi in the 2010 mm. World Cup, right? So yeah. he was well, able to I, see... He did as much coaching as, yeah. I guess, he, so he felt Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think in his case, you know, it's... I wouldn't say it's um it's okay for him to scrutinize because he's coach Messi, but what I think in Maradona, you know, side of the bias that he comes into is that mm. you know he's seen Messi, he's probably seen maybe similar or maybe some flaws that he thinks Messi has, mm. having coached him, so he feels like okay, I can have a right to say this because mm. I've actually worked with the guy. Yeah. I think he's just jealous. Either way, I'm, I'm scared I, I, I lean, of, I lean yeah. very much towards yeah. that as well. I, I think he, he just knows that uh, this, this smaller, smaller, uh, younger Argentine uh, who wears number ten as well is just—he's got a bit more. Don't forget, there, there, there are many players who were touted as the next next Maradona. Yeah. There was yeah. there was Riquelme, there was uh, Pablo Aymar. Uh, Pablo Aymar, there was you know so many players, you know, and then Messi is the one guy who. You know, not only and the irony is for a lot of people. In fact, for, for me, I think that you know the way Messi. You think the ball and Messi mm. talk to each other. Yeah, you know. And just to, to, to before we do move on, uh, to back that up, I remember I think it was Diego Simeone. Uh, he said that in Argentina, yes, we've got we've got uh, uh, Diego Maradona. We see him as our god, but in Lionel Messi. He's Diego Maradona every game he plays. Yes. Instead of, you know, those one or two moments that have, mm. I guess, crowned Maradona. With, in Messi, Maradona, uh, he's Maradona every game he plays. Yeah, Mar Mar to Mar Maradona's argument that there's a different Messi that turns off Argentina. You know, I just think that, you know, that's like a stab in the back. In the back yeah. Because because he yeah. knows the circumstances under which he, he triumphed for yeah. Argentina. And, that, yeah. and the game has changed, you know. The game then and the game now. The game is a lot more scientific. Teams yeah. mark spaces. They they, they they do all sorts, and that's why he was a failure as a coach because he still came with that <laughs> old with that old mindset. Point. So I was about to yeah. make the point that listen, Messi had to survive Maradona as a coach. But uh, I mean, just just a segue into what's coming up in La Liga. Big game, top of the table. Uh, there's a new leader, and uh, <laughs> the team goes by the name of Sevilla. They are setting the standard at the moment. They are hosting Barcelona and. I guess if, if you were to if you were severe to pick the perfect time to face Barcelona it would be after international break when they aren't quite doing as well as they should in La Liga. Look, uh, in Sevilla's case, um, you know this happens periodically for them where they find themselves here. So that's very true. This yeah. clash for them, um, they'll go gung ho to beat Barcelona mm. because Barcelona aren't on a good run themselves. I think mm. they have now four games without a win in La Liga, and you know perfect time to play them, but. Mm. You know, teams like Barcelona and Real Madrid, you know, they've seen this for hundreds of yeah. years. So even if Sevilla do win, it's when Sevilla have to go travel to Levante, yeah. when Sevilla have to go to Celta Vigo, when Sevilla, you know, play Villarreal. So 
they may beat Barcelona. I think they've got a very good chance of very beating chance, Barcelona. Yeah. In fact, Barca struggled. It wasn't for Messi last year. Do you remember right? that game? Yes, yeah. it wasn't for Messi last year. So, you know, I think they've got a good chance of beating Barca. Mm. You know, Barca aren't... Um, there's something quite not right with them in the league this year. And uh, I know they're also having problems off the pitch. Something with Arturo Vidal... Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Usman Tembele, things are not looking like they're working out well. So it's a good time for them to play Barca. But in terms of the context of the league, teams like Sevilla, unfortunately, you have to wait down the stretch because they're the sort of guys that really start well, but then have hiccups mm. further down the road because the talent, obviously. So, so uh, Imika, not really a, a title decider. This no, no, no. I mean, it's, it is not. I mean, yeah. like, 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 like you said, you know. You can, you can win this one game, but then, you know, what happens What happens down the line? Yeah. Can they be consistent? But we would like to see more teams win, win the trial. I actually listened to an interview where Tebas was interviewed, the, the president of La Liga, and he said, you know, he thinks that uh, La Liga is, you know, if you combine the economics and the and the and the sporting side, they they are the best league in the in the world. And but it, it cannot it cannot be a league of two teams. Mm. It has to be a league that has like Premier League has about top six now. Yeah, it needs, to, it needs to have that um, to to, to lay, lay claim yeah. to to that. And we're seeing a bit of that with with Sevilla and Atletico and Madrid. I'm yeah. disappointed in Valencia and Villarreal. Yeah. They are struggling to sort of oh. get the season started. But uh, I hear exactly what you're saying. Bilbao as well, also done I think 16th or 17th. Uh, which is isn't quite uh, you know doesn't quite sound right if you think about athletic Bilbao and you know the the, the the ability that they have and the players that they do have. Okay, so that's pretty much everything that is on the pitch. Uh, off it, a lot has been happening over the past uh, week or so as well, including Thierry Henry becoming a, a coach at uh, Monaco. And uh, I mean, it's going to be the first real big task on his hands as 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 a coach, and perhaps no longer hiding behind the wing of uh, not really hiding, but he's, he's no longer does have. Roberto Martinez, you know, as a, as a face, now he has to take on the challenge himself. And going from player to coach, Ola, we've seen people try it. Hasn't quite worked all the way uh, for a lot of people. For Thierry, what do you think? I, I tell you one thing that worries me about uh, Thierry Henry, which is the same thing that worried me about Zidane. But th- there's one thing that Zidane had over Henry, is that the reputation that Zidane built off the field as a, as a person, mm. right, is sort of the same thing qualities that you know as a player you would admire to see you know yeah. does his business comes in doesn't make a fuss and he's a brilliant player with Thierry Henry there's something about his uh, personality that doesn't sort of um, inspire you know what I mean he doesn't have that presence of mm. Thierry Henry's walking in the room and everybody you know like schoolboys backs up and yeah. morning sir sort of thing yeah. Zidane had that when he walked into Real Madrid and I worry about Thierry Henry because he hasn't built he, had, he didn't build that reputation as a player mm. right if you ask most people top 10 greatest players in the world you know you'll be hard pressed to find some people that would be okay Thierry Henry has to be up he hasn't gone to us now so He's gone to Monaco where he was, remember, he was a Monaco um, star, you know, in his early days yeah. before, he, before he went away. So, you know, there's less pressure. And, and, I, and I think he's starting at a place where he's very... Is yeah. there less pressure? Yeah. Me, well, look, no, he, uh, look I, I well, agree less than if, yeah. he went, if he was made coach of Arsenal. So um, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He's, he's done well working with Martinez. Yeah. This is his chance. And just like we've seen with Lampard and, and Gerard and mm. Zidane before. before but him, you, know, you know what my problem is? My problem is that when Zidane took over at Real Madrid, okay, he had no pressure. 
because he's playing with house money. He was interim at the time, mm. and there was no ambition to sign Zidane long term. Mm. So Zidane was free to say, okay, you know what? Let me give this a shot with what I want to do. Henri can try. Henri can try. No, he can try. He has to resurrect. And he's been given three years. He has to resurrect. If he fails, he can go back to working with Martinez or working on TV. In Henri's case, okay. He has to resurrect a team, mm. a team that was in the Champions League semi-finals, mm. a team that won the league just two years ago. Him, so my give, point give is, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But my problem <laughs> is, let, let's he's him, jumped into let, let's a, a situation no. too big. Listen, Lampard and Gerrard did not him, jump let's, into let's give the sort him, of caliber let's give him a couple of games, mm. and then we can have this conversation. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So uh, with uh, with him, it's it's it's. It's an interesting, it's an interesting move. I think we, we can all, we can all agree with that. It's an interesting move. And I guess it's the latest we've seen, as you mentioned, Gerard Lampard. Uh, it's the latest sort of big I mean, name John Terry's assistant manager at, at Aston Villa. Villa now as so. well. So they're all sort of going into their managerial roles. And we are yet to see really, and I mean, I'm even looking as far back as someone like, uh, 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 Olegana Solskjaer, who, yes, now he's doing well back home, but he had to start and had to struggle at first as a coach. So, uh, I mean... Give them a chance. Yeah, no, Sandor, give him, a, yeah. give him, Sandor, give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, left the Nigeria job and went to, yeah. to Europe and took a team to promotion. So, yeah. you never know. But uh, I think, yes, big, very big uh, uh, shoes to fill. Uh, before he was fired, Leonardo Jardim did do a, a really good job. Um, but I guess it all comes to an end. Uh, there's a circle, I mean, there's a cycle. And it's ended for Jardim, but it starts for Thierry Henry, who's going to be coach now at Monaco. Well, that's pretty much all we do have then. Episode 10 of Pitch Invasion. And when we do come back, the next time we are with you... Manchester we'll United looking... would not have a manager. Manchester United would have we'll beaten Chelsea. Have a manager. Liverpool would have lost. Uh, Arsenal would have been held. Nah. And... Uh... <laughs> Prediction, Liverpool and Huddersfield 5 Oh, I'm not okay. sure based on how you guys have been playing uh, the past. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, uh, prediction, Arsenal? Uh, you know, 3 1. Arsenal win. 3 1. Luck Arsenal it. win. Luck 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 it. It. And Obama. Obama Young. Yeah. And know, maybe Ramsey scoring. Be, by the way, absolutely brilliant for Nigeria. Yeah. Mm. Plays for the right club, though. He's on Playing for the right club. He's on That's pretty much uh, all we do have uh, for episode 10 of Pitch Invasion. We'll see you guys next time. Up until then, cheers for now. Cheers. Cheers.